0: Welcome to Elixir Radio, a podcast brought to you by Elixir Media Co. I'm your host Tanya Jane and I'm so excited to journey with you on this beautiful exploration of creativity, self-expression, business strategy, and what it truly takes to embody and revolutionize your entire brand, business, and life. This is a podcast for the revolutionary heart-led Aquarian Age leader ready to rise, elevate, dismantle, disrupt, and lead with their edge. Honor their unique self-led brand and soul lessons. It is my God-given purpose to help you share your story in a way that honors your soul and elevate your growth, to empower you to deepen your relationship with self so you can show up powerfully in all aspects of your life and guide you to your fiercest self-expression so you never have to dim your voice or light again for anyone. This podcast will help you follow your fire. You know, that thing you can't stop thinking about, the thing that lights you up, that you wake up at at 3 a.m. every night and chase your big, hairy, scary, and audacious dreams so you can make them a reality instead of playing small. Saddle up, wild one. It's time to come home to yourself and share your story with others who need your medicine. Your life has multiple layers to it, and so do you. It's time to express all of who you are, however you desire. My motto has always been, bring the soul back into social media and show up online and in real life as you are, unapologetic, activated, and bold. Are you ready to fly? Let's go all right we are live and today we have the incredible the vivacious the one and only miss pita bastian and i'm so excited to welcome you to this podcast to the show thank you so much for taking the time to be here to come and share and connect with me and to of course share your gifts with our listeners i'm so excited for Those of you who are still new to my world and who are listening, I met Peta a few months ago when I was working on a project for her with a friend. And it was this beautiful synchronity of seeing her really be in her genius with human design and gene keys and to really see the diverse perspective that she brought to the table. And it's so unique. And I cannot wait for her to tell you more. Peta, take it away. Tell us about you. Who are you? Where are you located right now? Because we're living in two different time zones.
1: And yeah, tell us all the things. Firstly, thank you so much for the invitation. I so appreciate it. And so you might hear from my accent that I am Australian. So I live in Adelaide, South Australia. And it's so funny whenever people ask me, tell me about yourself. (laughs) for whatever reason it's a it's like, I don't know where do I start but I think I'll start with my human design self and introduce myself in that way so I'm a 62 self projected projector and so those of you who know and love human design you'll understand that it's quite a rare human design type being self projected but beyond that I am I'm a woman of the world raising three beautiful young men. I live with my amazing husband who really is the yang to my yin (laughs) and I've been cultivating my own leadership and in presence with others in leadership for pretty much my whole life but more specifically in the last eight to ten years. And that journey has led me to where I am today, which is fully immersed in human design and Gene Keys from the perspective of applying that to feminine leadership. What does that mean? How does that feel as a woman leading herself through life? And I've gravitated to be really loving spending time and facilitating spaces with other leaders who are leading themselves and others through life. I guess you could say that is my sweet spot of facilitating transformational spaces for leaders. And then they get to be part of that ripple effect of creating transformational spaces for others. And yeah, I think. Is there anything else you want to ask me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you so much for that. I actually love that. And it's so different to hear someone introduce themselves with their human design i love it because normally people will start with their name and where they're from and all the things but i love that you started with the human design i love that you cultivate spaces for leaders leading other leaders because and i really do think that there's not enough spaces that do that so i want to ask you how i want to go behind the veil a bit like how did you, like, how did your journey start? How did mm. you start getting into leadership? Like why the, I don't want to say fascination, but why leaders leading leaders? What was the first step that pulled you
1: toward that? I love that. Thank you for that question. So I think firstly, what I want to say is being a projector, my, my whole, my cosmic role or my role in the cosmic plan is to lead and guide others and but I didn't know that for the longest time and so really cultivated leadership for myself and my family and I would say that started happening in my 30s and really just figuring out like who am I in motherhood who am I in relationship with my husband myself and who am I as the leader of my own life and so my thirties was really I keep saying the word cultivated, but I just love it. I love it because it's a process, and it's attending to, and it's a nurturing, and it's a an expansion and an evolution. And so part of that practice was I would have regular acupuncture, and I remember this one day going into an acupuncture session, and I was on the bed and. Often I would go into a bit of a trance state or a vision state and so this one particular day was very vivid and it was, I went, I saw myself being surrounded by a circle of women of all different nationalities. There was a big fire in the center, we're in the desert and these women were singing and dancing and chanting around me and I just felt a really deep sense of healing and and the vision then morphed into literally me rising out of the ashes. And so there's all those beautiful metaphors there, right? But I got this really strong sense of this is what you need to do. You need to lead circles, women's circles. You need to lead groups of women. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know anything about women's circles, I don't know anything, you know, about it. And at that stage as well, I still had a lot of wounding around sisterhood and the feminine and being in relationship with women. And so I, I was like, okay, universe, sure, if you want me to do this, send me something. And it was about it was in a was within two weeks, probably a week later, into my inbox was this random email that said, do you want to learn how to lead women's circles? And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I'm listening. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so I responded and said yes. So from there, that took me into like a certification of Mastery of Circle Leadership and I ended up joining the company it's an international company i then after becoming a master circle leader i moved into training as well and became the one of the lead trainers of teaching other women how to lead circles i created helped develop and create the curriculum for the learning and the evolution of this teaching and also created live events here locally. So it was a, it was being part of a real global movement, which I loved. And the core of it was connecting to yourself as a woman, connecting to other women and connecting to your leadership. And I just mm-hmm. found my sweet spot. And, and it was within that time that I also learned about myself being a projector. I learned about human design. Again, Really randomly one day, just sitting on my phone watching yeah. random videos, <laughs> and this one woman was talking. I was like so intrigued. And I, I worked out what my human design was, and it was like a, I don't know, a blindfold had been taken off, and I could just see the world and myself yeah. in it all new way. And I was like, oh, like it just. I'm pretty sure I cried about it. It just it yeah. moved so deeply to have this level of understanding of myself and oh I'm not crazy oh and this is why I do yeah. that and this permission this awakening of just oh my gosh all the things yeah and it had such a profound effect on me I thought I need to know what everyone else is now like the women oh I'm <laughs> yeah I I love that because then it's if this has had such an impact on me, imagine the impact Mm -hmm. it will have on them. And also imagine the impact it will have on my relationship with them as their coach, facilitator, mentor, see them for their uniqueness. And so that's when I started incorporating it and people just loved it.
0: Oh my gosh. There's so much gold and everything that you just <laughs> said. My brain and my mouth are not moving in coherence right now because my brain's going like mile a minute and I'm like, mouth is like, okay, slow down. Like one at a time. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So I love this. Like the sweets, like healing, healing your own wounding. And I really feel like coming into your own. It's like, you had to experience that as sad as it sounds. And as We don't. We only understand these things hindsight. But I feel Mm. if you hadn't gone through that, you wouldn't have discovered human design. If you hadn't, if you like, there's a sequential order of events, and I like to call them like divine breadcrumbs or cosmic breadcrumbs, if you will. And it's if it hadn't happened or unfolded in the way that it did, you wouldn't have just stumbled upon human design, and it wouldn't have been brought into your awareness. And I feel like it was brought into your awareness because you started to identify a gap and a commonality within the space of like feminine relationships. And when I say feminine relationships I'm like in terms like in circle, in business, in friendships, mother, sister, like the whole encompassing, even romantic, like to an extent. And yeah, my mind is just blown with what you just <laughs> shared right now. So, you know, bit about human design and taking this into that lens before we even go into anything. For those of our most of my most of my community that listens in, they know that I'm all about human design. It's plastered on my Instagram and my stories like all day, every day, like I never stop sharing about it. But to someone new, like a quick cold notes, like what is human design and why it's gained popularity and traction, I think, recently, especially over the last year to two years. Because when I came across it like four years ago, almost four and a half years ago, like it was still relatively It wasn't new, but it was there was still like there were murmurs about it. But I had the same feeling that you did. I felt so validated when I found out there's nothing wrong with me. I am fine as I am. I have growth to do. We all do. We're human. But there's nothing inherently fundamentally wrong with who I'm created to be. And so yeah. when I found that, I was like, okay, ditch the Myers-Briggs, ditch the Enneagram. I don't care about the rest of the stuff anymore. I literally just focus on HD. So what is HD in a snapshot, human design in a snapshot to someone brand new that's like maybe stumbling upon this podcast and they're like, oh my yeah. God.
1: Yeah. Great question. Thank you. So Lee. I Human design is, we'll start with the logistics of it. So it's a synthesis of astrology, quantum physics, epigenetics, the Chinese I Ching, which is the world's oldest oracle that we know of. It's over 2000 years old, I believe, as well as the Hindu and Kabbalah chakra systems. So it draws upon all these modalities and synthesizes them together to create the blueprint of your soul having a human experience. So it really, it, I just, I froth over this every time I talk about it. So if I get really excited and I'm just like <gasps> salivating. You'll know why, because it just lights me up. I think this is because I had suspected this to be true. During my life, I had had suspected this to be true, that we are these innate, beautiful, infinite, all-knowing souls who are choosing to have a human experience at this time. And they're not separate, but somehow they felt separate. And it was like, what's the fusion of the two? How do I marry the two? And this really is what human design gives us. It gives us that beautiful way in which we are designed to embody and encompass all of ourselves, body, mind, heart, soul, all of it. So does that answer that? Does that
0: absolutely yeah that that's a great like way to just even introduce the concept to someone because my mind and i know we've talked about this in our chats and calls imagine if people (laughs) imagine if people just a learn this understand this about themselves and then understand and apply human design to the dynamics in their personal life in their professional life with the team and imagine if this makes it into corporate oh my lord talk yeah. about the paradigm shift and I 100%. do feel like human design is that paradigm shift and it's just going to continue to gain more and more momentum and it's actually going to become the standard by which mm. this like operate like I I'm thinking like in terms of human capital and HR like when you're hiring someone on imagine yeah. if you knew exactly how someone wants to be communicated with How they what are their energetic cycles? Like, how do they work? Where do they work best environment? There's so many nuances, too many to go in depth on this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. shameless plug, like if you are looking for a deeper dive, like please go stalk PETA on the on Instagram and like all the places on socials because she is wonderful at what she does. So Mm -hmm. we'll have all the resources and a list of like readings. And she has a book like, oh, my God, can we talk about your book? For a <laughs> second. Like, holy shit! Because that brings me to my next question. Human, your book was called, I think it was like the Diva Archetypes. So I want to talk about the Diva yeah. Archetypes with feminine leadership and that yes. juicy.
1: I love part. it. So, Thank you. Yeah, let's go there. Yeah, Take yeah. Away the conversation there. Yeah. So the book is called Diva Leader by Design: Human Design for Feminine Leaders. So essentially I coming from that place of training women how to lead circles and really you leading a circle, you need to know who you are, right? Who are Mm -hmm. you as the feminine leader? And so I really wanted to use human design and marry it with feminine leadership. So I came up with feminine or leadership archetypes for each type. And I also infused and let me back up a little bit. Human design first came into Full Awareness in the 80s by Ra Uruhu, so the founder who downloaded this information and this transmission. It's a living, it's beyond information. It's a living transmission that evolves and it's meant to evolve. And so then my teacher, Karen Curry Parker, she developed quantum human design. She worked with RAF for many years and, and then she also developed quantum human design. And this was around really being mindful of elevating the language that we use mm. because the language, our word creates our world. Yeah, And yep. so what are the meanings we give to words? Because the meanings make such a difference, such an impact. So the intention of traditional human design was to shock people into awakening. So there's some pretty harsh wording within it. Yep to describe particularly the profile lines. I found them to be really abrasive and I love the fact that as a projector I am designed to see the highest potential in others and then see the blocks and how to get rid of them. So I could see that this information, when I tell people they're like, ugh, I don't like the sound of that. Like why am I a hermit or why am I a martyr? What is it?" <laughs> and it just really dipped yeah. them into this, I don't want to do this and I thought wait well, yeah. hey a second but what's the actual essence of this and I so with each type so I sat with it felt with felt into the vibration of each and came up with the diva leader archetypes which takes your human design type and connects it with your the profile line of your conscious sun gate now that could sound like a whole lot of go- gobbledygook if you don't know the intricacies of human design, but that's totally fine. Let me start with the basics. There are five types in human design, and we have yourself, the manifester. So the diva leader archetype is the trailblazer, because manifestors are designed to be innovators. They're designed to go first. They're designed to be ahead of the time, and they hit us by being ahead of the time. So they're the trailblazers. Then we have the projectors and the projectors are the visionaries the pro- because yeah. the projectors see things yep. and they see very far it's such an interesting thing you can see from afar and you can see from up close all at once and again so they hold the highest potential of people places events situations and they want to share that information then we have the generators the generators are the mavens now i love this word because the maven yeah. Is it's the feminine word for the expert. And the maven also sounds like haven. And generators have this beautiful ability to create safety with their grounded depth. Yeah. And a line generator really has that beautiful capacity. Generators are designed to, yeah, be focused on the thing that they're so passionate about that work feels like play and they want to alchemize this and just keep making it more beautiful more sustainable more usable more pleasurable and they're the mavens because they're devoted to that then we have the manifesting generators who are like generators with extra sprinkles (laughs) so they've got an extra (laughs) effervescence to them and they are called the influencers in the Diva Leader archetypes. And the reason that I called them that is because their energy is just so infectious. They've got so yeah. much energy. They're multi passionate and they just have that ability to be in multiple things. And their role in the cosmic plan is to show us and help us make things better faster. So yeah. they, they make it happen faster for us. And they're influencers. Like they do their thing and we're like, oh, this is juicy. Let me get in on it. And and then we have our reflectors who are the beautiful mirrors of our planet and they are like the barometers of our world and reflect back to us the state of our health and our integrity and our consciousness. And so their diva leader archetype name is the sage because they just are able to hold this yeah, this space of reflection and offer wisdom through that.
0: Oh, I love that. And like even as you're saying that out loud, like those words sound so rich, and I don't mean mm. rich as in like surface, it's like rich like grounded, nourishing. They actually sound luxurious and that's man I would want to know of course like if someone's a trailblazer or a visionary like they're very very elevated it's very positive and like it helps one see oneself in that light and you start to feel liberated I feel like
1: yeah yeah. I love hearing that I love your
0: definition I love your definition and like the way you you. like crafted them
1: thank you I I so appreciate that because again that's the intention I really I want to speak to that part of you that is that highest, I I want to speak directly to that.
0: Yeah. And especially for female leaders and stuff. I feel Mm. like like women, we are confident in what we do, but I feel like sometimes we downplay our confidence. We downplay our voice or like our abilities and stuff. And I feel like the way you have crafted these terms and these wholesome words, it really, words really do weave a spell. I'm going on and on about that. (laughs) On my soapbox all day if you're gonna if you're gonna say this to someone it's amazing especially like for a female leader reading this book yeah if you're leading a woman's circle if you're someone that is in a position and or desires to even be in a position to speak life first into yourself and then into others i think it's important to understand who you are and then to understand all aspects of you. So I love that. Walk us. I'm so happy you read my mind. It's like you could read my mind. <laughs> I was like, I think we need to go into what each type is just very quickly because I promise you there's going to be someone listening to this that's going to be like, but what are the five types? <laughs> well, now we were talking about profile lines, kind mm-hmm. of like even the terminology. Could we go a little bit again, like very high level, like profile yep. lines?
1: I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. Let's talk about it. So there are, technically there are 12 profiles, but they're made up of oh, I didn't know that. six lines. Uh, so there are, yeah, okay. You, and each profile has two lines. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So rather than break them into 12, I like to, I, I sat with each of the six lines and mm. actually I'm pretty excited because some other stuff has come through for me around the six lines the more I've been diving into the gene keys and it's pretty cool but Ooh. let me put a pin in that <laughs> let me put a pin in that maybe we'll come back to it later or maybe that's another time but it just adds to that juiciness and richness okay so there's six profile lines so in human design your profile is about the two sides of I was gonna say two sides of your personality but it's not like that it's the role you play in the world and okay. there's a conscious and an unconscious side of it. So the conscious is your soul purpose, and the unconscious is your life story. Oh, and so wow. the more you become aware of your, or the more you become conscious of your life story, the more you're able to embody your soul purpose. I
0: just got chills as you said that, because I've not had it. I've not had it explained in that way.
1: It's pretty chills, cool, right? isn't it? Yeah, I got chills too. That just too.
0: landed. Sorry, that <sighs> just landed for me in a whole new way.
1: Really cool. Good. I'm glad. As I say, your profile's made up of two two lines. So the six lines. So the I'll give you the traditional human design name first, and then I'll give you the diva leader essence of it. So the first line in traditional human design is called the investigator. So the one line is the one who wants to find out all the information. They really, their cosmic role, if you like, is to create the foundation. And it's the safety of foundation of information, like the gatherer of information. Let's really understand this. So the essence of the one line is curiosity right and curiosity mm-hmm. I love that word because it's very expansive and don't believe the bullshit that curiosity killed the cat like no uh-uh. curiosity beautiful <laughs> curiosity is just leads you on a beautiful traversing journey and you don't know where you're going to end up but that's the beauty of it because when you're curious you're expansive you're open So that's the essence of the one line. So then we have the two line. Traditional human design calls it the hermit. It's one Mm -hmm. of those words about "Eh, hermit. (laughs) "Eh." What does that mean? What are you saying about me?
0: I'm laughing Um, because my husband's a two line and so is my child. So we have two two lines in my household. So I'm laughing because I can totally see. Yeah, I can
1: see it. And it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it definitely speaks to an aspect of it. I have a two line in my own profile. My husband has a two line. One of my sons has a two line in different positions, but so the two line, the hermit, so the diva leader essence of that is insight. And what that means is the two is, the two is born with a natural gift, a natural way of seeing, being, doing something. And so they bring with them just a natural insight that they don't think is particularly special, but other people see that as being incredibly special. And Mm -hmm. we call a two-line a projected line, again, meaning that when you hold that, you don't necessarily see it. You project it out to others and they see it in you. But the more you become aware of it, the more you understand that As a two line, in order for you to share this insight, you've actually got to, you you go through a lot of a filtering process. You take information in, you integrate it, and this is where the hermit comes into it because you actually need to retreat and be in your own space to Mm -hmm. allow this, whatever you're integrating to come into your body, into your being, into your aura, and Marry it with your specific insight and then you're ready to take it out to the world. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, like I'm literally, as you're talking about this, I'm picturing my husband and I'm picturing my child. Like my son's a two, four and my husband's a six, two. So I'm like, and I can definitely see the two, like I can see his two line and I can see like where it comes out and like, and I can see it exactly how you're describing it. This is so cool. Yeah. I love that.
1: I love that. And so that's the two line. Then we move to the three line. So traditional human design calls the three line the martyr. And again, everyone's going, (laughs) oh, that's (laughs) awful. (laughs) What are you saying about me?
0: Oh, I I can only imagine like with all like the investigator, the hermit, the martyr. I know. I promise they're
1: not bad people. I promise they're not bad. Yeah, exactly. And so hence, what I want to share with you is the richness and the essence of the three line is adventure. So the diva leader Mm. essence is adventure. And the reason it holds this resonance is because the role, the design of the three line is to be in the experiment of life to be constantly learning through experience. You can tell a three-line something, but they're not going to know it, believe it, trust it, use it until they go do it.
0: (laughs) I'm laughing. I'm just, I'm laughing like
1: so hard.
0: We'll get there. We'll get to, we'll get to the last digit. I'm just laughing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. sounds like me. That sounds like me still.
1: Like we're designed that way. So two of my kids are three fives. So I totally get their three. And they have to be in the adventure of life because... It's the school of life. And you can, it it is full of ups and downs. It's full of all of it. And it can sometimes be tumultuous, the three yeah. line. It can, it can some- be
0: beauty. There's a beauty to it too, right? It's like you get to Absolutely. like go and experiment and try it out. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, amazing. You learn something and you're being redirected. I think of like line threes as like this, like if you're driving and the GPS is like recalculating, recalculating, you're going to get there anyway, but we're recalculating. We're just going to make a couple of stopovers and take a detour sometimes or take the scenic route, whatever, but you're going to get there at some point. So it's don't rush, have fun with it, go on this adventure, go play, go explore. And I love adventure for a three line. That sounds more fun to me than like, totally martyr.
1: Like, yeah. And cause it's like, how expansive is that? Because, you know, and it's, yeah like the great adventurer you're the explorer you're going to go and experience yeah. things and instead of it's about reframing failure disappointment mistakes it, can we reframe those words how yeah. are we empowering ourselves i wish i could remember this really cool quote someone said to me about learning or loss or anyway i i can't think of it so it doesn't matter we won't go there it, it's being in the adventure of life and learning so then we have the four line. so Traditional human design calls the four line the opportunist. So again, people are like, what does that mean? What are you saying about me? I'm just using people. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It's so
0: funny that you say that because growing up, my mom would say that sometimes. Not in the literal word. It would be like the Indian, like in Hindi, there's a word that literally translates to you're always looking, or you just happen to be at the right time in the right place. And somehow everything falls in your lap. And you're just so lucky like that that's been a projection (laughs) and a story that I've grown up with. Yeah, I I love. Yeah, I've learned to heal the word, heal the connotation around the word opportunist since I dove into human design. So
1: please share more.
0: For Beautiful. any of our
1: fellow four lines, <laughs> I love it. So, the Diva Leader essence of the four line is co creation. Because oh, the truth God. is, the four does connect with people beautifully. The four does end up in the right place, right time with the right people. Like they are the networkers, the connectors. Opportunity does come from their connection with others. And I love using the word co creation because it's, I love that word. you're also co-creating with the universe you're co-creating mm. with the divine you're co-creating with those who come into your field awareness because there's a reciprocal nature to it you're not just taking you're giving as much yeah. as you receive and that's the highest essence of it and i oh something landed and then it left it'll come back <laughs> it'll come back don't you hate that like it just came in and boop, bounced out but, oh, that's it. There it is. And it does actually also seemingly from the outside be like, ah, oh, you lucky bitch or lucky but you, the, yeah, it just somehow luck falls into your lap. <laughs> but I think, wasn't it Oprah who said that luck is actually when preparation meets opportunity? I, I
0: don't know that it was her, but I know it was someone that said it. I've heard it before. Yeah. They, they mentioned that at my commencement address when I was graduating from university. And it really is that, right? If you're prepared and if you're refining on your own crafts or whatever your thing is, right? And I'm going to say crafts and whatever in the context of this podcast, because it is about that. If you're working on yourself and you're sharpening your own edge and sword and all those things, when things present themselves to you you have the ability to either be like yeah I want in or "Eh, not for me yeah yeah I remember I had a I don't this was a long time ago like I had a family friend and I'm sure like they were joking but it was also like like we're joking we really do feel like whatever it was like you're just like the cat with nine lives and I'm like thanks i guess i don't know like i end up on my feet all the time that's great because i don't know how i'm gonna like it was one of those types of conversations i'm like and they're like no you're just lucky like you end up in the right place at the right time and i'm like for the love of god people we work hard yeah yeah. we work hard okay like we we just i've never thought of a network i never thought of myself as someone who has a network ever I think it's only in 2022 I understood what it actually meant to be a four line and I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs>
1: this, yeah, this changes everything." It does, and it's a really beautiful gift. It's a beautiful gift of being able to naturally connect with others. Just I think. love people. Yeah. yeah, and that's right. It, there is this genuine love of people a genuine love of wanting to get to know them, of understanding them, of being in relationship. It's about relationship. Again, co-creation. It's about being in relationship. So I I want to move on to the five line. Yeah. Yeah. So in traditional human design, the five line is called the heretic. Again. I know. Why am I a heretic? (laughs) and I don't know why I use that voice but it just feels so small eh. the heritage so the five line in the diva leader system the essence of the five line is inspiration Mm -hmm. and I want to bring in to this other piece that I have been working on about how each line aligns with an archetype so the five line aligns with the queen archetype and she is very much a leader of her people And she is very inspirational just by her level of integrity, her level of sovereignty in being really fully, deeply connected to the truth of who she is. That's when the power of the five line comes out. The five line is also a projected line, meaning that people will project onto the five line who they want them to be, who they expect them to be, who they think they are. And it's really important that the five line is able to connect to the truth of who she is as she sees herself so that she can be discerning about, no, that's not who I am. And she can stand in her sovereignty as the queen. Like I just have this image of the queen standing on on the edge of a valley. Yeah. And all of her people are there. She's an inspiration because she's being true to who she is, even when it goes against what people want you to be, even when it goes against so popular much. opinion.
0: I love that so much. I know quite a few five lines actually. And uh, that's really powerful. I love your description of the lines. So we are talking about fifth lines. That is before my little four-year-old, thankfully didn't barge. Real (laughs) life, real life. It's eight o'clock here at EST. But I love this conversation with Peta, and it's so juicy and I'm so... (sighs) Can we just take a moment, wherever you are, like pause, breathe, take a moment. And just if this is the first time you're hearing about human design or if you know about human design and you've come across this podcast and you're hearing about the lines and the profiles and the archetypes being described in this way, I want you to take a moment and actually like sit with that essence, sit with that description because that is who you are. Like you're not a label and you're not created to be put in a box. Allow these words to liberate you, like fully liberate you so that you can Mm. be in your full power okay, Mm. let's go back to fifth Mm. (laughs)
1: blind. I love that. I love that. I think as well, just to a little bit expand on what you were just saying, that liberation piece is so powerful because again, words hold meanings. And so what are the meanings we're creating and how can we elevate our potential and also allow ourselves to be in the humanness of it all? Like it's there's an elevation and there's like there's an ascendancy and a descendancy and we meet in the middle. There's no such thing as expansion and evolution without the depth and the going down as well. Yeah. But I'll come back to this part because I want to get to the six lines and complete that. But I'd love to just share with you the like the meaning of the word diva. As well, because the word diva yeah. holds a lot of connotations. But let's finish up with I think we'd finish with the five line really being that inspiration in her sovereignty, the more that she is in her, living her truth. So then we yeah. move into the sixth line. And traditional human design calls this the role model. Now, it's not so bad, right? The role model, mm-hmm. I can live with that. And yet, the essence of the sixth line. The diva leader essence is wisdom. So, mm. and the reason that there's that it's wisdom is because the six line is different to all the other lines, meaning that she goes through a journey. <laughs> so, you and I both hold a six line, right? You're a four six, I'm yep. six two. <laughs> yeah, and so for the first thirty years of a six line's life, she's actually living as a three line. So you might remember we talked about the three line being adventure or the essence of adventure and the traditional human design term, the martyr. And so if we think of it in terms of the three line for the first or the six line, living as a three line for the first 30 years of her life, meaning that she is learning about herself through her relationship with herself. And her relationship that. of herself living her life in the world. And yeah, it can, there, there's big learning to be done. About. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man,
0: I like, I'm 34 for those of y'all who know, that's when I was going to put this podcast out, got out here in the new year. Oh my God. I feel like I'm coming off the rooftop right now. Okay, but I, I feel like all of last year, I was going through. Up until last year, I was like, "Holy shit, what is happening? What yeah. is this happening?" All right. um, yeah, so I'm I kind mean, of in that mix or in that in between threshold right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Technically, human design, traditional human design says between the ages of thirty and fifty, you're on the roof, and then you come down mm. off the roof once you turn fifty. Before that to be honest, I actually forget what traditional human design calls it. I think it's like you're in the building, you're on the ground floor sort of thing. Oh, right?
0: yeah, I was totally on the
1: ground floor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally on the ground floor. You're um, on the front I, line. I oscillate. I oscillate between. And when I, when I understood the rooftop and then the ground floor, I was like, oh, I'm like, I could see that. There are certain areas where I'm like on the rooftop and there's certain areas I'm very much still like in it, <laughs> and yeah, going it. yeah So it's I find myself almost like bridging between both those worlds. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, are we gonna yeah. settle? Yeah, we're gonna settle. At some point, the swaying is gonna stop and we're gonna ground. That's the feeling I feel when I think of a line six. So
1: I am 48 in a minute, like next month. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So 48. Is your
0: birthday soon? Yeah. You know what? You're like your powerhouse diva. You're in your powerhouse diva mode. As a line six, you're in your powerhouse diva mode. That's what I want to call that. I love I'm it. I'm like up there. Thank
1: you. So I guess that feeling you were just describing, I would share, actually does continue for the next bit.
0: Oh yay. <laughs> Just
1: say it. I feel
0: better. You know what? I feel better now than I did for the first 30 years of my life. I will say that. Yeah. (laughs) I will
1: say that. So, a couple of really interesting things. So, if we look at astrology, right? Astrology, the age 30 is your Saturn return. Ah. Okay. And, you know, your Saturn from when you were born to it does a full loop and it's called your Saturn return. And it can be, it's like a threshold. It's like a portal and you're moving from one stage to the next. And so this really lines up for the six line. So from the, the three line on the front line, you're then moving to go and, uh, and sit on top of the roof. So what does that mean? So between the, the ages of 30 and 50, you sit you are learning about yourself in relationship with others. Right? Because remember. Three line, six line, six line is wisdom. You're gathering wisdom of life experience. So you've been learning about yourself through relationship with yourself in the world. Now you're learning about yourself through your relationships with others and you're also watching how others be in relationship, right? So you're really witnessing Mm -hmm. but you're also sampling. So you're going to be sampling how other people do life and you're going to gather bits because this is why and when I talk to other six lines and I know this experience for myself it's there. feels like I I just want to find that grounded footing yes please just let me find that grounded footing because I feel like I'm swaying from here and I'm swaying from there and so I just want to share that you're designed to do that are you meant to go and be all in this kind of person's energy and experience what it's like and learn from them and take the pieces that you want to take and compost the pieces you don't want. Thank so you, you for con-
0: confirming that. Seriously, yeah. no, thank you for validating that. Holy shit, thanks.
1: Yeah, it's a big piece because I know, again, I wish I'd known like 48 <laughs> know. years ago. Anyway, but, but yeah, so you're in that process and you, on reflection, I feel like you definitely go through a bit of a four line and a five line Cycle because remember you're sampling others as well. So traditional human design doesn't teach that, but yeah, my contemplation and my experience of it is, oh yeah, I can see how I've been trying those pieces on. Yeah, yeah, and so then when you hit fifty, you come off the roof and you come down into the world. You're armed with like I, I just imagine this beautiful basket that I've been carrying along the way and I've been putting the like. golden nuggets you know that I've been collecting the golden nuggets along the way and I've put them in my basket and now I'm down off the roof I know who I am I feel really solid and grounded in it I've learned all these pieces I've cultivated a way of gathering this gold and now I have all this gold to share and people I love see you as that person with the gold to share you're a bit of an, en- an enigma. In a way, it's, it aligns with the mystic archetype because you hold so much wisdom and people are drawn to you for that. A really cool thing about it too is in astrology terms, when we hit the age 50, we have what is known as our Chiron return. So oh. our Chiron is the wounded healer. So our Chiron return is really signifying that end of that cycle of life of learning through our wounding. Wow. And how much does that land as a six line? Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah. Totally. It, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong with saying this, but I feel it's great to know all of these guidelines and all of these parameters, if you will, like the all encompassing what it's supposed to feel like. And then it's allowing yourself to go there and like really have fun with your human design. And human design to me is like this one giant Experiment, experience, embodiment, right? You won't come into it right away. Like for me, when I found Human Designer, it was brought to me by a good friend who doesn't even use it anymore, but she somehow felt the need to share this with me literally on my 30th birthday, like the month I turned 30. She shared it with me and she's like, I feel like you might like this. And then when she did my chart on Jovian Archive or whatever that website is, and she was like, You're a manifester. And I'm like, well, of course I am a manifester. I manifest things easily. Like right away. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that makes sense. Okay, cool. And then it just became this: I went down the rabbit hole, and year one was very much all, holy shit, like I can validate every single thing, the projections, like everything, you know, and no matter your type or line, I feel like everyone goes through that deconditioning process where they're trying to walk with their own it's like finding your own voice right after being told no you're not who you are you're supposed to be x y and Z. we're always supposing ourselves (laughs) or we live in a culture of suppose and shoulds and need to be and must be and oh god (laughs) yeah i love you for bringing this to light in the way that Mm -hmm. you do because there's so many human design teachers and perspectives and everyone brings their own spin to it but this way I have not heard it described this way in such a wholesome manner and then now I want to just if you have the time I want to transition this to like women in leadership and yeah like what You know, you're a projector and projectors are known for like you for their piercing visions. And you want anything efficient, you want efficiency in the room, get a line two and get a projector on top of that. So you have it like (laughs) right in there. Okay. I'll never forget the day I was trying to put together. I I don't, I'm not the homely person. Give me a business and I'll I'll do those. I'll build those. I don't give me stuff to do with the home or cooking. That is not me. (laughs) Just no. So I was trying to assemble a bookshelf. And I tried and I was doing all these things and it was fun. It got me out of my head until, of course, my 6'2 husband comes down. (laughs) And he watches what I'm doing is move he's like efficiencies in the room <laughs> and I just I burst out laughing because he does not follow human design he doesn't fall he's not into all of this he'll hear me talk about it and I'll tell him and I'll make references and it just I started laughing just because I'm like of course I'm like of course your two line and your six line would walk in and say this right now and it was a moment we like, I, love I was it. laughing no, what type he, is he he's a manifester so we are oh. <laughs> We're all emotional (laughs) authorities, and we have a child who's a 2-4 emotional authority generator. Uh So we all go into big feelings. We all feel the waves. The full moon's in our house, and any eclipses are like someone just burst our house open. So thankfully, and this is the beauty with human design, I feel like it allows you to be compassionate toward Yourself and toward others. Mm. So, thankfully, because I've been on my own journey and I'm still on my own journey with this, I can understand his fears, yes. limitations, self, whatever, like the self sabotaging. And for me, too, like I can see now, and it's once you have that awareness, and I can see it with my son, too. And I'm like, okay, here's how we reparent myself. Here's how we reparent you as a mm. child. And here's how we mm. decondition you, like to begin with. Yeah. So it's this beautiful system, and I just think to transition this this exact thing into women in leadership. What, from your projector lens, like what do you feel is the future for women in leadership, especially within our? I think in general, but also within the industry, mm-hmm. everything's shifting, everything's changing at a rapid light speed right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: what do you feel is the future for women in leadership? I'm talking like relating to each other, connecting with one, one another, leading in circle. Like, how do you see that evolving?
1: Yeah, what do people I love want that. more of right now? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so much there and so much juiciness and greatness. Thank you for asking. Firstly, I want to reiterate what you were saying around human design is an experiment. And the last thing that I would want you to feel is that here's another box that we're trying to put you in. Here's another label we're trying to give you. It's not that at all. It's a guideline. It's uncannily accurate. That is the biggest yep. feedback I get.
0: More accurate um, than a horoscope, I'll tell you that
1: much. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so much more accurate than <laughs> personality tests because personality yes. tests are subjective. You've got to answer questions. Yep. Human design just is. What's the time and date and place you were born? So really allowing yourself to approach it from an expansive place so I could choose your own adventure. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and then so something else you said, I think you've used the word liberation, you've also used the word using uh, expressing your full voice or something. You said something like that. And so the, this is what the diva is all about, right? Yeah. This is the essence of the diva. She is igniting women to become and be the full expression of who they truly are, body, mind, heart and soul. Mm-hmm. So the diva is not a dirty word, right? The diva nope. is, can I swear? Because the diva is a fucking yes, goddess. swear away. I
0: swear on this podcast. Swear oh, away. my God.
1: <laughs> Shit, like the diva is just fucking hot. She's powerful. Yeah. And she's incredibly nurturing, compassionate, kind. She's, she is multifaceted just as women in leadership are. Yeah. So your question around how, like, what's the future of leadership, feminine leadership or women who lead, how does human design fit into that? My, my vision of that and what I feel really drawn to and working with women over the years, I know that there's a common thread here. And I feel that yes, it will be in this industry, like the online coaching industry and also My desire is that it filters out into the world and it's in nursing, engineering, corporate, like just everyone. Because when we can all view each other from a place of, I honor you in your uniqueness, just as I honor me in my uniqueness, then we get to meet each other as equals. And we get to meet each other in a way that, I love this analogy, so this is, I'm a visual person as well, so I give the analogy of feminine leadership, the new paradigm of feminine leadership and how human design helps us do this, because human design helps us see ourselves and each other for the truth of who we are. So if you can imagine a stage full of women, full of spotlights, every woman has a spotlight, like we're all in our sovereignty, we're all leading together, and simultaneously we have the humility and the humbleness to sit down in the front row and give that one woman the stage and her spotlight and we listen and we learn and we celebrate and we love because the amount that we do that and be that and give that for that woman that returns to us and then it gets to be our turn to do that that is how i see Feminine leadership and human design.
0: I just got chills because I, I closed my eyes. Those of you listening can't see this, but I closed my eyes as Peter was describing this. And I've always thought of I've always thought of leadership as this stage. I feel like if you are anybody, we're all leaders. I don't care if you have a business or you don't have a business. I don't care if mm-hmm. you're a homemaker. What it is that you're doing I think we are all leaders and leadership simply is how we live, how we show up, who we be in each moment. And
1: yeah, it's you being know, actively involved, actively yeah. involved in life.
0: Yes. And I love the fact that it's like everyone's there on stage and the spotlight's shining. It's like almost I picture like the lights just going like yeah. all over. <laughs> But nobody's focused on the spotlight. They're just focused on singing their song or sharing their voice or speaking their message. Make whatever you want to make of that analogy. And it's like you see each other glancing at each other and you're like, yeah, like we're doing this. We're all doing the same, but different. Equal, but different. Mm-hmm. Melanie Ann Lair always says it like equal power, but different. Yeah. In your own uniqueness, but different, right? Like your yeah. own unique genius, if you will. And I feel like that's, it's an, people now call it a new paradigm shift because for the longest time, the feminine had been suppressed and she's rising back and she's been rising progressively more and more. And for the longest time, like the old paradigm, which is what happened in corporate, and I see it happening in business, like I've been a part of so many teams with some like incredible industry leaders and it's like I started to very quickly understand holy shit okay this is still old paradigm it's like we bring those practices with us when in fact we are here to pave a new way it's mm-hmm. like why don't we pave that new way with our team why don't we pave that new way with our clients with our industry colleagues there is no competition and I love mm-hmm. that in your visual it's like there's no competition It is okay for others to sit down and receive, and it's okay for that to flip as well and celebrate each other. Like That visual or the meme of Jamie Lee Curtis, I think it was, and someone else. It was someone who won the awards, and there's that meme going around, and she's just cheering this woman on. You'd think that she won the award, but it wasn't her that won it. It was her colleague. And I'm like, man, you got to have your hype people. You got to have women that are rooting for you even when you're not in the room that will speak your name even when you're not in the room
1: that's powerful you know and I feel Mm. as
0: my husband always tells me this because he's he'll always tell me he's like oh like you're into your femme stuff and I'm like it's not femme stuff I'm like it's women empowering women stuff it's like you know he's like it's like there's the toxic feminine that's masquerading as the divine feminine which is like totally not cool and then there's like actual like pure divine feminine It's like. Being in the center, mm-hmm. anchored, grounded, centrality. Like, neither too left nor too right. Like, you're just in the middle. There's a reverence for the masculine and the feminine because we each have those energies within us. And from a leadership lens, it is like, you don't got to put someone else down. You don't yeah. have to put someone down. And if you don't, he's like, if you guys don't have each other's backs, how are you going to expect the men to have your back? That was one of the things he, would like, said to me, like, when we were having one of these conversations. He'll amuse me. So these conversations. <laughs> But if y'all don't respect yourselves and y'all don't respect each other, why would men do that? Well, I want to go. Men created the division. Men started pitting us against each other. Like it's like when you look at the paradigms and you look at all this stuff, but there's truth there. Yeah. There's truth there. If we yeah, don't respect is. each other and revere
1: each other as sisters, as equals, then, yeah. then what yeah. else is there? And it's a process as well, right? It's yeah. a process and it's an integration of all of the pieces. And it's a becoming. And I think I actually feel the divine feminine has already risen. Yep. And oh, and yeah. she, she's calling out to the women. Yep. To, and do you know what? This is probably a whole nother podcast worth. <laughs> However, the feminine is being represented through the gender of women. And yep. yet the feminine exists in all.
0: In everyone. In man and, and woman, and yeah. however you identify, it doesn't matter. It's there's fluidity there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. there need there does need to be polarity and duality, and yeah. also Gene Keys specifically talks about this process of synergy and synarchy, synarchy, which is the beautiful fusion and the harmony of the different energies, the different elements, the different ways in which we do things. And and the fully integrated human, like I said, knows when to stand up and shine and knows when to sit down and listen. Yeah. And the, yeah, anyway, I won't go along that tangent. No, I, other love, than that. To, I love that. Uh, yeah. Because as I say, I feel like there's a whole nother thing to speak about there, but the diva as well. So the diva actually came to me in 2016 when I was on the walked up a volcano in Bali. It was quite the experience. Wow. And this, so her essence came through. And so then all of this stuff came through and the diva is also an acronym. I'm mad for an acronym. I love them. I'm not going to lie. I love, I love acronyms. An acronym. You got to love acronyms. You can't go wrong with an acronym. You can't. <laughs> I mean, they're super cool. So the diva is divinely inspired, vivacious, Action. So it is the feminine receptivity of being divinely inspired, and then it is the masculine of vivacious action, like the masculine wow. action. The feminine in action is the diva, because we can't have one without the other. We, yeah. If we've been in toxic masculinity, then we've had to swing all the way over into mm-hmm. toxic femininity. Then we get yeah. to come back into this balance, this center, this synergy of how do we exist in unity as without compromising our uniqueness and this is a, a concept that Jane Keys teaches that the truth is we can all exist as one unit in in unity without losing our sovereignty our uniqueness because actually it's our sovereignty and our uniqueness that creates the unity Oh, I love
0: that. Full chills, Pita. Full chills. This whole episode of then like the hair, if you could see, because the video is kind of blurry right now, but if you could see like the hair is standing up, like I feel like a little baby lion, but that's okay. Full chills throughout. It's been so beautiful. It's been so wonderful. I have one last question for you before we go into all the juicy details of what's coming up for you, what's next for you and all the things. Yeah. If you could leave like one thing, there's been so much gold. If you had one thing to tell your younger self, what would that be? Mm.
1: (laughs) The thing that's coming to me as you ask me that question is trust. Trust yourself. I feel like that is, it might sound simplistic, and yet it's also, it feels really important to, there's a whole, I'd love to go back and just, and I regularly do actually, like in my processes, I'll go back and hug and love and nurture and say, I love you and it's okay. And all of those pieces. And yet I feel like if I could go back and plant just that, that seed of solid, unequivocal, I don't even know if that's the right word, but just that foundation of trust, trust in Mm -hmm. yourself and trust in the universe, because to, I think that then would support the navigation of life. If I can always come home to myself, come home to myself and trust myself, trust my interaction with myself, trust my interaction with the universe and the world at large. But knowing that truth is in my heart. I think That's where it is living from that space of um, being in your heart and trusting that, just that inner. Yes.
0: Does that make sense? I don't know. Absolutely. No, I love it. Thank you so much. What are some ways that people can work with you? What are you promoting right now or sharing? Like, How are some ways people can join your world? Share the invitations.
1: Mm, Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Thank you for inviting me into this conversation and talk about chills. I'm the same. I was like, wow, there there is some channeling going on here. There's some gold coming out. And so what a beautiful opportunity. What I am promoting right now is a six month certification called the Diva Codes. And what this is a fusion of human design and gene keys and feminine leadership. And it's really teaching you how to infuse this transmission of information of human design and gene keys into your leadership into your business into the way in which you lead others and i'm so excited for this because it it's a container that you yourself get to refine your craft you really get to refine mm-hmm. your craft you get to cultivate ways of creating deeper transformation for your clients for Your how you show up in the world, how you know the way in which you serve, yeah. And in doing that, you also get to expand your leadership and your legacy, your impact on others. We haven't really talked much about Gene Keys because, again, there's so much juice to it, but I would just offer that Gene Keys is like the sister to human design, and where human design offers self awareness, Gene Keys offers self acceptance and self love. And to me, using them together is just the sweet spot for feminine leadership.
0: Oh, I love that so much. There you have it, folks. The wonderful Peter Bastion. An honor always to hear you share truly and to just witness your expression. And I'm so excited for the diva codes and for the women that are in there or the women that are stepping in there. And I'm excited for more of this paradigm shift in business, yes. in leadership. And it truly is here, right here and now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh.
1: It's beautiful. What an honor. Thank you so much for um, having me. I so appreciate you. You are and, so welcome. Yeah, for those of you who, if this has stirred something in you, if this has spoken to you, yeah, please do connect with me on Instagram as well. You can do that at Peter Bastian. I know you'll put the links in the show notes and that sort of thing. And the the website is thedivarevolution.com. The certification is the Diva Codes. And that is the a way in which as well the overarching mission of the diva revolution is to create that collaborative and sovereign leadership movement of women in their own spotlight on the stage like i've shared with you before (sighs) mic in hand yeah, yeah I love yeah.
0: it I love it I love it I love you this has been a beautiful conversation thank you so much for being here on it with us on the show and listeners if you're listening in thank you for listening and for allowing Pita and I to share with you and speak life into you and if there's anything that resonates with you please reach out please share with her with us tag her tag us all the details are going to be in the show notes we like to know as a projector and a manifester yeah. <laughs> and (laughs) that with a two line and a four, four, six, we like to know the impact that our message has or what's shifted for you because it helps us create more and curate really a space that feels nourishing and rich and deep. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us today. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and allowing us to inspire and infuse life and creativity into you. You've been listening to Elixir Radio, a podcast brought to you by Elixir Media Co. If you love today's episode, please take a screenshot, share and tag us on Instagram at elixirmedia.co. We'd love to hear from you. And then we'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go show us some more love as you subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that our message can be heard by more humans such as yourself. To stay connected with us, learn about the latest goods inside the Elixir party bus, send us a DM, follow us on the Instagram and the interwebs. Or head over to elixirmedia.co and get connected with us. Until next week, stay conscious, stay fiery, and go express yourself as you are bold, unapologetic, and activated.